Galnet News Digest, 17th of March, 3308. We read the news so you don't have to. In this week's news, the Federation has a problem with protesters. We have some fun with fleet carriers, and Brewer Corporation has some real issues with their decal allocation policy. The Federation has appealed for assistance heading off a crime wave in the Gleese 868 system, admitting that Federal Security Services are overwhelmed dealing with the civil unrest caused by the prospect of Zachary Hudson running for a third term in 3309. Hudson is trying to change the law that prevents corrupt dictators from staying in power forever. But the people of the Federation don't seem to be particularly keen on the idea and the resulting riots have led to Shadow President Winters likening the Federation under Hudson to a police state. But it's a police state where stifling dissent takes priority over solving crime, which is why the Gleese 868 Services faction has appealed to independent pilots to do the policing in their system. The way it works is this. You scan a ship, and if it comes up as wanted, you obliterate it. And everyone and everything in it. And Gleese 868 Services pays you handsomely for your trouble. No matter whether it's a string of murders or a parking offence, the approach is the same. Scan, destroy, get paid. Whoever said the Federation isn't civilised? If you'd like to get in on the whole maintaining law and order thing, Baconport is the place to go. It's where the pigs hang out. Thargoids have invaded three more systems in the bubble, causing no damage to stations, but they're there nonetheless, hanging round street corners, looking ugly. Aegis, the theoretically defunct anti-Thargoid agency, has installed megaships in each of the systems and is encouraging commanders to fight the tentacled aliens off. The newly visited systems are HIP-38225, Pokemon and Parthene. An Alliance commander has reported two instances where fleet carriers experienced instability in the hyperspace tunnel. In both cases, the jumps were to HIP-39768, the ancient Guardian system that currently hosts the Musashi fleet carrier, and in both cases there were meta-alloys on board. There is unfortunately no video evidence of this happening, so it's currently in a reported but unconfirmed state. If anybody else experiences anything similar, we'd be interested to hear from you. On the subject of fleet carriers, the decision has been made not to allow Apex to set up taxi services on or to fleet carriers. This is in many ways a shame. It would have been excellent fun to order an Apex taxi to come to your fleet carrier, but repeatedly jump to the other side of the system each time they got close to docking, until the taxi ran out of fuel and the driver was left sobbing waiting for the fuel rats. Fleet carriers do, however, have the Remlock Coffin Express installed, so if you find yourself in the middle of nowhere with only a sidewinder in the hangar, you can whiz off to the last safe starport in a matter of seconds, using one of those escape pods and what is rather unreassuringly described as the death mechanic. Everyone knows that if you wave at a ship parked on a planet, it takes the hint and disappears off into orbit until you need it. But now, 
you can do the equivalent of asking Alexa to play your favourite audiobook by clapping to turn the ship's lights on and off. You can have hours of fun applauding your ship and getting it to flash its lights at you. Commander Osric has noticed that an awful lot of the folk in social areas seem to be asleep nowadays and has speculated that there might be an epidemic of narcolepsy doing the rounds. Brother Sabathius is hosting the second of the Buckyball Racing Club's 8-Ball Championship Series for a week from Saturday. This reboot of the Aquarian job starts at London Relay in Epsilon Indy and requires the Horizon ship system to work properly. It includes 15 kilometres of racing in an SRV and is run with shields off and bonuses are awarded for exciting hull damage. Expect mayhem and rebuys. The Pilots' Federation streams have returned, keeping commanders informed and entertained. Commander Bruce Garrido is even reported to have smiled very slightly. There were all sorts of problems with the decals handed out by Brewer Corporation for helping them finish the Colonia Bridge starports. There were supposed to be gold, silver and bronze decals for the top 10%, 25% and 50% of participants and red, white and blue decals for many of the other participants. That's not what happened. The software accidentally multiplied by minus one. So only the people who shouldn't have been given a decal got one and all the people that should didn't. So now Brewer intends to put matters right. Those who should have a decal but don't will as soon as possible. Those who shouldn't have a decal, but do, get to keep it as a gesture of goodwill. And those who've earned a Brewer Corporation Lifetime Achievement Award, that's everyone who participated, will get it very soon indeed, if they don't already have it. It's not easy handing out gongs. And that's this week's Galnet News. Galnet News. We read the news so you don't have to.